Today, we've got Thursday dirt racing results from around the country. News from Donnie Schatz and West Virginia Motor Speedway. And I've got a little bit of a Kyle Larson rant. Let's go. It's Friday, July 22nd. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. We'll start today off with results from Thursday night. At I-80 Speedway for the opening of the Silver Dollar Nationals weekend, it was all Chris Madden. He kept his incredible 2022 season rolling along with a flag-to-flag win in the Dirt Track Bank Go 50. He started on the front row and was able to keep names like Kyle Bronson, Jonathan Davenport, Mike Marler, and Bobby Pierce at bay. Pierce had a nice 20th to 3rd charge after transferring in from a B-Main. And Bronson was fast before a blown left rear tire took him out of the event. And now, normally you would think, why would a left rear tire take you out of the race? Is because when it exploded, it took a lot of other stuff with it. Uh, so tough luck there for Bronson. And he is the defending Silver Dollar Nationals winner. Last night's feature did pay points, but there wasn't a ton of movement with Brandon Shepard finishing fifth, Ricky Thornton Jr. sixth, and series points leader Tim McCready in seventh. So with all of those guys finishing so tight together, you're not going to get a lot of changes. Looking ahead to tonight, the competitors will run dual heat races with passing and finishing points being awarded. Afterwards, the top 18 in points will be locked into the Saturday feature with everyone else headed to a B-Main. The 80-lap Silver Dollar Nationals main event pays $53,000 to win and $5,300 to start. The DirtTracker.com analytics prediction formula is sticking with McCready. I'll go Davenport for Saturday. He looked good last night, and those guys have been strong all season, even if JD's recent history at I-80 isn't all that great. Silver Dollar Nationals are live all weekend long over on Flow Racing. And before we move on to other results from last night, I approved the very first two Dirt Tracker t-shirt designs ever last night. Hopefully those will be for sale in the next few weeks. I'm going to wait until I have them in hand before I put them on sale. And they're not just generic Dirt Tracker logoed shirts. I wanted to do something a little more fun and a little different, so stay tuned for that. Also, I had to support the racing community with this one. So the first foray into Dirt Tracker apparel is being done by Kane Screenprint. Uh, there are a lot of print-on-demand services uh, for shirts that I looked into, but I've heard some of the quality isn't so great for those. So I wanted to kind of use a legit uh, shirt printer so we get good quality stuff. It's going to cost me a little bit more, but I think that's okay here. I would rather you guys have quality stuff. And I'm thinking in terms of price, maybe 30 bucks a shirt, and that will include shipping and taxes. Very similar to what I do with the decals where the price is just the price for everything. So uh, 30 bucks out the door just makes it easier for everyone. I might even go ahead and set up a real store website uh, when I finally get these in hand. But exciting stuff coming, friends. Stay tuned for that. At Butler Motor Speedway last night, Billy Moyer Jr. led all 40 laps to take his 10th career Hell Tour win. But first since 2017... BMJ has scaled back to a part-time racing schedule and had made 13 summer national starts this season before last night. He topped Chad Finley and Dona Marcoulier in that one. And on the modified side with Nick Hoffman running a late model this week, things were going to be opened up a little bit and Kevin Reeve bagged his first career series win, topping Chad Bauer and Todd Sherman. Summer nationals continue through the weekend with stops at Tri-City Motor Speedway, Merritt, and then back to Thunderbird on Sunday for that rescheduled event. With the Short Track Super Series on Thursday, Matt Shepard got by Stuart Friesen with 20 to go and held on for the win in the Richie Evans Remembered 61. Friesen and Rocky Warner completed the podium. Shepard will extend his North Region points lead over Matt Williamson with the victory. Short Track Super Series is back in action this coming Tuesday with a South Region show up at Bridgeport. 
And the opening night of ASCS Speed Week from Tulsa Speedway was lost last night because of rain. They have rescheduled that race to Tuesday, July 26th. So the National Tour moves to Batesville tonight for what will now be the Speed Week opener. And they've got I-30 coming up on Saturday. In some news from yesterday, Donnie Schatz will make his USAC National Midget debut coming up at the dirt track at Indy for the BC39. It's weird to think that Donnie Schatz has never made a USAC National Midget start. He'll drive a spike chassis with uh, sage fruit on the side, just like we've seen him do at the Chili Bowl recently. Schatz joins an ever-growing list of midget entries for that event, which includes the series regulars, plus plenty of other dirt and NASCAR stars. The BC39 takes place August 3rd and 4th. Also, some not-so-great news from West Virginia Motor Speedway yesterday. After all the work they did to get that facility back into shape in 2020, they have decided to cancel their remaining schedule for 2022 and look towards next year. They cited, quote, low car counts, lack of sanctioned support, reduced fan attendance, and uh, a now devastatingly low-attended concert, unquote, as reasons for the move. The big 5A Smile facility has held several events over the past year or so, but a track that size is a tough sell for competitors. You need big power to go fast, and that's expensive. And then when you crash on a track that size, it hurts even more, which is also expensive. Hopefully, though, they are able to find a way forward after all they've put into that place to make it raceable again. Around the country this week, besides the racing I've already mentioned, we've got the Outlaws at Williams Grove, the All-Stars at Lake Ozark, and Indiana Sprint Week gets underway for USAC. At the Grove tonight, David Gravel, Carson Macedo, and Sheldon Huddenshield will try and gain more ground on outlaw points leader Brad Sweet. We've talked about Sweet's struggling in Pennsylvania, and over the last 27 outlaw races at the Grove, Sweet has no wins and an average finish of 9.63. Definitely a lot lower average finish there than you would come to expect from Sweet. These guys cannot afford to uh, not take advantage of that this weekend. We've had one race at the Grove already this season with Brent Marks winning back on May 14th. Marks was fourth on Wednesday at Port Royal, and we'll be looking to repeat that success from May at the Grove. In 2021, Macedo won twice at the Grove with Kyle Larson, Marks, Sheldon, and Aaron Wright all also picking up wins. Larson is expected to be in attendance uh, for both nights, and he's the favorite from the win prediction formula. I'm going to go Macedo, though. I think he'll be motivated to bounce back and win after that DQ from the last time that has set him back in the standings. Both of these nights will be live over on Dirt Vision. And the All-Stars had a few weeks off. They are back in action this weekend with two nights at Lake Ozark in Missouri. The weekend is a co-sanction with the new Power Eye Wing to 410 series. And the non-wing war sprint cars are also on the card. Roger Crockett leads the Power Eye Winged points, while Corey Schutte is the war uh, points leader. With the All-Stars, we'll see the championship battle between Tyler Courtney and Justin Peck continue with Sunshine currently leading by 74 points. Christopher Bell and Cap, Hen- uh, Cap Henry were Lake Ozark winners a season ago. The formula likes Cap for tonight because of that win, and he finished second to Bell in that other race. Cap also has three straight top tens entering this weekend. I'm going to go Sunshine tonight. Finishes of third and fourth last year at Lake Ozark and seven straight top tens right now. Uh, I think he's really strong. He can use this weekend, too, to put some more space between he and Peck. The All-Stars will be live over on Flow. And for you non-wing fans, it's Christmas in the summertime with Indiana Sprint Week kicking off tonight at Gas City. Features will be $6,000 to win all week, and the points champion will uh, get $10,000 and that famous rocker. Kevin Thomas Jr. is the defending Sprint Week champion, and he's back in a car sans the wing to try and go back to back. KTJ could be the first repeat Sprint Week champion since Levi Jones did it in 2008 and 2009. Logan Seavey's pretty good at Gas City in a sprint car, having won two of the last three races there. Justin Grant was also a winner in 2020. 
The Formula likes Brady Bacon tonight. I'll go JG. Following tonight, they head to Kokomo on Saturday, Lawrenceburg on Sunday, and Circle City on Monday before they get a break on Tuesday. If you aren't nearby, all of these shows will be streamed over on Flow. Drop me a comment. Let me know where you're headed this weekend or what you'll be watching on the streaming services. Curious what you guys got going on uh, with Dirt Racing this week. Before we shut it down for the week, I have a few thoughts about Kyle Larson. So we know he's in Pennsylvania this week. He ran Port Royal Wednesday. We'll be at the Grove on Friday and Saturday. And then he's got Cup at Pocono on Sunday. Last night, he got offered a micro ride at Linda Speedway, which was hosting Hyper Racing 600 Speed Week. And he went out and won it, bagging $2,000. And you should see the comments on this one. Larson stealing money from local racers. Can't believe he's cherry picking and on and on and on. According to the Speedweek Twitter account, Larson, uh, Larson was not paid an appearance fee to be at the event. He was just offered a ride and showed up. And he gave the $2,000 win, uh, winner's check to the car owner. I also saw someone mention that there were 87 entries last night and 44 were from out of state. So this wasn't Larson beating up on local 12-year-olds. The outrage is beyond ridiculous for the situation. And let, re, uh, let me remind you that some of the best guys to ever sit in the seat of a race car have gone and run with other series, even during the heights of their careers. I tweeted these out earlier, but Steve Kinzer ran with the USAC Western States Midgets and ASCS regional shows. Dale Earnhardt had no problem running with ASA, ARCA, and the Southwest Tour. Mario Andretti won at Kyalami in 1971 in Formula One and also made three silver crown starts that year. And that doesn't include a whole host of other drivers that have done the exact same thing through their careers. It's not a bad thing that Larson was at Linda's last night. It was a good thing. He brought attention to the event and to the track. And those fans and racers in attendance got to see and race against him, which will they will, they'll talk about forever. Larson worships at the Church of Racing, and he's just out spreading the gospel. Stop being so mad about everything all the damn time. Let's just enjoy a racer doing racer things. You'll have plenty of choices on the streaming services this weekend if you want to watch some races and aren't headed to the racetrack. We're north of 100 shows between today and Sunday from Dirt Vision, Flow Racing, Race and Dirt, Speed Sport, XR, The Cushion, and more. And that includes the Outlaws, All-Stars, Lucas, USAC, ASCS, and a ton of other local and regional racing. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Enjoy the Dirt Racing Weekend. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back on Monday for more Dirt Tracker Daily.